Hello, I'm John Orty. I'm a stunt historian, author, broadcaster and producer, and the man behind Behind the Stunts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to this episode and a series of podcasts dedicated to the action stunts in the James Bond movies. My new book, Ever Heard of Evil Knievel, is the definitive guide to everything action-packed in the film series. It looks at the stunts, the performers, the coordinators, and the stories behind these incredible moments captured on the film. You'll hear clips from some of the interviews that have been undertaken over the years, where applicable, and sound clips from the movies themselves. The book, podcast, and YouTube series are also to be used as educational tools to learn from and to wonder at. We have arrived in our stunt time machine in 1969 and are about to witness a film of utter beauty. On Her Majesty's Secret Service is missing a few key elements as far as regular Bond ingredients go. Sean Connery was sick of photographers trying to catch him cutting out the middleman in Tokyo on location and called it a day, only to be replaced by the man now known the world over as the other fella. George Lazenby took on the role and brought a sense of realism to it. He was also the owner of one of the great screen punches, which we'll discuss later. The other key member missing is Bob Simmons. Why? Well, he was contracted to Connery. Wherever Sean went, Bob went in those days, although I think Sean preferred Bridget Bardot. Let's start by having a quick look at the man who took over from Bob on this Bond outing. George Leach. When Bob Simmons was unavailable due to commitments as action arranger on the Sean Connery movie Shalako, George Leach was the ideal replacement as stunt arranger for Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Personally selecting a dozen stuntmen for the film, he later likened his task to being in charge of a gang of unruly schoolboys. The production office once rang him to complain. Please control your men, George. One's climbing the Eiger, another is skiing across a table while hotel guests are having breakfast, and George Lazenby is shooting at animals on the Alps with a pistol and driving the insurance people and producers mad. To which Leach replied, You can't keep a gang of virile men sitting on their asses waiting, you know. One of George's stuntmen was Vic Armstrong, with whom he'd previously worked on You Only Live Twice. Vic would later become one of the world's most respected stuntmen, particularly for his work for Steven Spielberg. He also became Leach's son-in-law, marrying his daughter Wendy, who had successfully followed her father into the stunting profession. All three later worked on Superman, and later two granddaughters, Nina and Georgie, entered the family trade. In the immortal words of Sly and the Family Stone, it's a family affair, and what a family. Flair. He's making for the village. All right, we'll head him off at the precipice. 
Another reason this movie stands up today is because of its incredible ski action, which was created under the watchful eye of Willy Bogner, a man who knows no fear when it comes to getting that all-important shot. Willy is skiing backwards, and Lucky Leitner is doubling George Lazenby as Bond on one ski, who's trying to avoid gunfire from Blofeld and his goons. In the film, Bond almost skis off the edge of a cliff. In reality, Vic Armstrong nearly skied off the edge of a cliff. And this is how he remembers it. Yes, again, it was a stroke of fate that I got on a Magic Secret Service. They, they'd been shooting in Switzerland a long time before I got called up. And I was down at my father's stables one day. I walked in there to, to ride the horses and the phone was ringing. There's nobody in the house. So I answered the phone and somebody said, uh, we're looking for Vic Armstrong. I said, well, that's me. They said, oh, great. Are you free for two weeks starting next week? I went, yeah. They said, we'll get back to you. And I didn't know what the job, who it was or anything. So eventually they called back that night and said, OK, you're leaving on such and such a flight from Gatwick. And uh, I said, yeah, what, what's the job? They went, Bond, of course. I went, oh, oh <laughs> of okay, course. Cool. And I, <laughs> I flew out of Switzerland as the second wave of stuntman for the attack on the Shiltorn on the right. uh, Pitts Gloria. And again, George Leach was there. He was coordinating the show and I started work on it and everything else. And we we're working at altitude, 10, 12,000 feet. So again, you had to be very, very fit. Mm. Again, my fitness stood me in good stead. And luckily enough, I turned out to be a good double for George Lazenby. So yeah. I, I got the job doubling him on the second unit and uh, doing various fights and things. He had ski doubles and everything. I wish I could say I did the skiing, but no, that was out out of this world skiers were doing the skiing but uh, I learned an awful awful lot on that show as well of working on a big action epic abroad and watching how the whole system works you, you crop up leg up for that one. you crop up on a number of occasions as you said you you did uh, double George uh, well obviously uh, memorably uh just dropping over the edge of the cliff uh, before you uh, returned to kill your own father-in-law, which seems a terrible way to go, unfortunately, but you, you would <laughs> choke him out with a ski. Uh, can we just talk about that for a moment? Because obviously, I mean, you are attached by a wire, uh, which, which, which can be seen, but obviously must be hugely thankful for the fact that that, that was there. How has that worked? Uh, was that a, a tethered point or was that a, a pull? How, how did that work? Even in those days, it was all a bit Heath Robinson. You know, we had the cable and everything else, and the cable was tied off to a fir tree up the hill, <laughs> and right. we measured it out. And what we couldn't do was, because of, you know, there's no CG in those days. Nowadays, you'd walk all over the snow, and they'd make it look smooth. Yes, of course, yeah. But we couldn't walk over the snow to the edge of the cliff, so we had to just throw the cable out there and guesstimate how long it would be, and where it would attach to my ankle, where I would get to. So we did right. all this sort of stuff and uh, measured it out and everything else. But the prelude to that was that same cable we'd been, they had been using in the bobsleigh run and Joe Powell, another fantastic stuntman who was juggling Blofeld, yes. come down the bobsleigh run, look up and there's a fork branch hanging over the bobsleigh, which whips him off and, That's right. and catches him. So Joe Powell did that particular stunt and he had the cable, the same cable, same one. cable and roll that I was using. and. Attached to his back, so when he looked up, he got snatched out of the bobsleigh run, so he didn't actually contact the tree. Yeah. 
and the cable snapped and knocked <laughs> Joe out when he hit the thing. So all the time I was now measuring out my cable to go over the edge of the cliff, all I could see in the back of my mind was Joe's cable breaking. Of course, oh, dear. he had a lot more impetus and power and speed on his yeah, absolutely. Bob run, but even so. So now I get to do the stunt and I have to run, come from behind camera, run, dive on my belly and slide over the edge of the cliff and stop. And I stopped where I thought I was going to stop. But then suddenly the whole, I shot another three or four feet further down over the edge of the cliff because right. the snow <laughs> that was underneath it was about three foot thick. And that just fell off until obviously <laughs> made my table three foot longer. So desperately trying, mind, to, trying to scrabble back onto the edge again. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> Why don't we speak to a man now who started his career as a stuntman and moved into more acting roles as his career progressed. He'll always be associated with this movie and is always a joy to be around when you spend time with him. In the film, he played the part of Raphael, has a wonderful fight with George Lazenby on the beach in Portugal during the pre-title sequence. I asked Terry Mountain, talk us through this fight. George Leach and myself, we rehearsed for two days. Right. Just George Leach and George was doubling for George Lathenby. Mm -hmm. And we got it worked out where um, George was leaning against the, the boat, the little rowing boat. Right. And Peter said, no, George, I want 007 in the boat and laid down. So George Lathenby, uh, I did the stick up get in, lie down, and then he threw the, the rubber anchor at me. Right. And then that's where we started. That's, well, that's what Peter wanted to see. He wanted to see 007 lay down in that boat with the gun pointing at him. Right. Almost giving the impression that, you know, what can he possibly do from here? He's got he's he's, uh, he's up against it now. He's got a gun pointing at him. Exactly. And this exactly. is it. He's going to get shot. That's right. right. He's going to get shot. Now that uh, the 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 fight that of course ensued on the beach was uh, uh, was was worked out and rehearsed obviously between you and and George Lazenby. There's no there's no doubling there just at all. Worked out between George and I in the sea. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm. And we both enjoyed it because George likes a fight. Yeah, <laughs> yes. uh, well, he does. He was fit. He would have been a very good uh, professional middleweight. He would. Right. Yeah. And 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 what a what, what a tremendous actor to work with. Mm. I mean, he he brought the best out in me. Right, did. and I'm sure that uh, he enjoyed the uh, the opening scene. Well, I, it's been said on on a number of occasions that you know there there are a number of actors in the world you can probably count them on one hand, particularly of that era that threw a really convincing screen punch. Well, George was definitely one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, sure. no two ways about that. I, I believe that there were additional um, uh, pickup shots that had to be done. Was it a, a day or so later? A day or so, uh, yeah, yeah. He, um, Peter put us on standby, and he, um, we had to be on standby until two o'clock. So we right. got the call, and uh, George Leach and myself and drove down to Ginchill Beach. Mm-hmm. George had his. Uh, he loved that red cougar. He used to drive right. that down to the beach. Yeah, that was his favourite. In fact, it was a toss-up between him or I who drove it. Oh right. Uh, well, we never came to blows over it, but, uh, but it was a toss-up who drove it. That, that the red cougar. It was magnificent. I, th- I seem to remember it being um, living in in, Swe- in Sweden for a while. In point That's of fact, right. I, yeah. I think it's still there. Right, I think it's still there. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> when we got down the beach, and uh, it was one of those gray days, gray, windy days. So Peter said to, to George and I, he said, fellas, I want to get some more stock shots in. I want to mm. get some more work in. He said, uh, you two go in the sea and show me what you can do and, and, and do a routine for me. Right. George, if you could throw Terry and Terry could throw you and throw some punches and we'll see how we get on. So we got in the sea and it was so windy and cold. Uh, Peter's cameras and the lights were in the wrong area. We had to stop. And he, he had to bring the cameras and the lights further out because the waves were coming uh, too far in. Right. So uh, Peter pulled George and I out of, the, out of the sea. And George wasn't very happy about the cold. And he said, Peter, he said, uh, can't you get two doubles to do this? Two stuntmen? He said, look at Terry's lips. He said, they're blue. <laughs> he said, it's freezing cold in there. He said, I've had enough of this. So Peter said, George, he said, this is the opening scene. He said, you have to do your own stunt work in this. This is important that we get this right. Mm -hmm. So Peter called the prop man over. He ran away and he came back with two bottles of, of the best Portuguese brandy you could buy. <laughs> so, Peter, yeah. so Peter took the top off uh, one bottle. He said, George, that's for you. He said, Terry... That's for you. He said, now, come on, have a good pull. Have a real good swig. Have a real good, a, a real, a real good drink. So George and I looked at each other, and the whole of the set was looking at us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they were freezing, too. So we had a real good pull. And when I say a drink, I mean a drink out of a bottle. Yes. So uh, Peter said, now, come on. Have one more, one more good pull. So one more good pull. He said, okay, okay, you two. He said, now get in there and do your stuff. Come on, let's go. So George looked at me. He liked to drink, by the way. <laughs> it's one more, one more swallow. And we went in the sea. We looked at each other. And then we started throwing punches at each other and this, that, and the other, throwing punches. Right. We couldn't have been in the sea for more than five, ten minutes. Peter pulled us out. He said, that's fine, chaps. He said, I've got what I wanted to get. Job done. And you can clearly see that you guys really put the work in because it's still, it's still, you know, uh, over 50 years now since it was filmed. And yet yeah. you look at it on screen and it still looks fresh, exciting, new. You know, it's all of those terrific things. Um, and for, you know, you, you, you boys really put the work in there. Extraordinary. And of course, then, then it moves on to uh, uh, Bill Morgan, wasn't it? Bill Morgan joined uh, you down Bill, there. For... Bill, a terrific stuntman, a very good actor. Yeah, he he was a, a terrific uh, artist. Wasn't there? Um, well, you probably. I mean, you may know this if you were on the set. But wasn't there another actor playing that his part? Uh, am I right yeah. in saying that? Yeah, yeah. A Greek guy called Takis Emmanuel. Right. He was originally going to play uh, that part. Okay. And we did a couple of rehearsals, and uh, George Leach wasn't very happy with him. Right. And he wasn't very happy doing the, the, the opening scene. So they replaced him. And when you see the wedding photograph at the end where we're all dressed and we're clapping. That's right, yes. He's in that shot. Takis is in that, isn't he? <laughs> 
package in there well. Because they filmed that first, I guess. Yes, I see. That's, that's right. First, yeah, the first first few days. Yeah. So, there we are. That's your lot for this week. More next week. And don't forget to subscribe and follow Behind the Stunts on all the social media platforms so you can be kept up to date on the world of action and stunts. Until next time, bye for now.